Hello everyone! What's Bevelin? Oh, that wasn't as smooth as the last one. That might be a little confusing, the fact that I'm saying the last one, because oh. we skipped an we skipped two episodes. Because Lauren decided she wanted me to wing them, as I stated two episodes ago. No, we here's the, the problem, one. is that I wanted, it's, okay, it's currently 10.50 at night, and I all of a sudden wanted to do my nails, but Miranda ran out of episodes that she already written for us to go over. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, just wing it so I can paint my nails. And she's like, okay. And then we took long, too long on the last one, so she's like almost done painting her nails. I they have to, to dry. Like top coat. Oh, okay, okay. So this episode's the top coat episode. Yeah, and so I decided that I couldn't easily wing the last two episodes because that was I think one assignment split into two episodes and that's just too difficult for me to go through my note sheet and try to split them up and like I'm not I haven't reviewed so I you don't know the information thing. yeah so I'm gonna wing this episode instead so the timing's not gonna line up it might sound confusing but we're just gonna move past that so this is episode 67 oh I forgot the, the intro okay um this is the podcast from my class, Psychological Effects of the Internet, where I talk about the topics I'm learning in Lauren response with her own thoughts. If she has any. Yep. Sorry, I had to pause there because usually I have it written down and I just read straight from it. Dang, Miranda, you're really... Just... Ugh, I'm falling apart. No, I need can't. a script. No, you don't. Okay, so this episode's episode 67 and we're talking about the digital divide. So... What is the digital divide? The digital divide is the gulf between those who have ready access to computers and the internet and those who do not. And not even gonna lie, this was eye-opening. This entire assignment was so shocking. This was one of the chat group assignments, so I had to discuss this with my chat group. And all of us were just like floored because we have the privilege of having access to the internet and having so many people around us that have access that we didn't even realize that these were the numbers, okay? Um, so, in one of the articles, I'm just going to go straight down my note sheet. Lay it on me. Yep, one of the articles, they found that um, in thousands of overlooked pockets of the nation, there are people who have never heard anything other than the loud sound of a home computer's modem shaking. So <coughs> that was in reference to the fact that so many people still have computers that are so freaking old that... They just shake and they take like five minutes to load mm-hmm. or like to just turn on. Um, and it's like barely like you click on a tab or like to open a tab and it takes forever because it's just so old and they don't have access to good internet. Um, and like there's so many people that are living this way. And so when you think about it, there's broadband, okay? And that's connection that's fast enough to stream video. Mm-hmm. And a quarter of Americans are living without broadband. A quarter of Americans. Okay, but is that a quarter of Americans who are, like... What? No, I'm just thinking how I should okay. word this. Because, like, a quarter of Americans in, like, a cohort of, like, 18 to, like, 70? Or does that include, like, kids? I think in general, just, like... Like newborns too. Like, is it the entire population? Like, out of the entire U.S. population, twenty five percent. I'm not sure. Twenty five percent. Just so like, I don't know. Okay. I don't have uh, numbers. Okay. But they're just saying like a quarter of Americans are without broadband, and most of it's like grouped into families, you know, like families who don't have access. But again, like a lot of families, like my family, we all of us have a phone. So I have we, a phone. Yeah, so it's like 
access to the internet right there. Um, so in that sense, like, yeah, you can count everyone in my family. That's six people right there that's adding to the quarter of Americans. We're not, we're not part of the quarter of Americans, but it's adding to that statistic. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm not sure. But either way, I think either way you look at it, a quarter is still a lot of people. Um, so yeah, and then this just leads to, like, a collective deficit in opportunity and, like, education and prospects are just, like, further separated into, like, haves and haves-nots. Like, it's just realizing how many people have stuff and just how many people don't have stuff. Like, something like the internet that's just so huge. And, like, it just feels like everyone has access to it, you know? Yeah. Um, and so there was this annual annual report um, made by Education Superhighway. And so in 2016, there were 34.9 million students, 2.4 million teachers, and 70,000 schools all that had access to the internet for digital learning. Um, 10.4 million more students um, have become connected, I think, is what that's saying. But there's still 11.6 million students who are left behind. 11.6 million students who don't have access to internet and, like, can't digitally learn or, like, learn online. Um, And now the next one is from Pew Research. And they found that 15% of households with school-age children do not have high-speed internet at home. And that's from 2015. So 15% of households have children who are in school and they don't have access to high-speed internet. And that's, like, especially for children or, like, seen with, like, families in lower-income households. And then, like, you go even further in demographics and the disparities are just even greater for, like, Black and Hispanic households. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's this thing called the homework gap, which is an academic, academic burden for teens who lack access to digital technologies at home. Um, and because they don't have access to high speed internet at home, these teens have trouble finishing their homework because now so much of it's online or like so much of it is like, if they need help, you can just look it up online. These people don't have access to that. And so they just like have trouble finishing. Um, and then 17% of teens say they are often or sometimes unable to finish because they do not have reliable access to the computer or internet connection. So 17% of teens can't finish their homework because they don't have access to internet. Um, and then teens who lack reliable internet at home seek other locations to like complete their schoolwork. Um, so 12% say they sometimes use public Wi-Fi, and 35% say they sometimes have to do their homework on their cell phone where they can use mobile data because they literally don't have internet, like a Wi-Fi at their house. And if you think about it, it's, what sucks even more is that depending on your plan, mobile data can actually cost more than like just a Wi-Fi kind of thing. I think, maybe. Now I think I might be wrong about that because I actually don't know the numbers at all. <laughs> Again, this is what happens when I go straight shot. No, it's don't okay. Have a script. It's okay, you're doing great. I know, I start saying things. I'm like, I actually have no idea if that's true. Like just in my head, I feel like, data would be more expensive but i don't know i mean you pay our wi-fi bill yeah that's 15 actually i'm not going to disclose the money that we pay but what it's a about, lot yeah it's a lot for two people but mm-hmm. if we had five people living here it wouldn't be a lot yeah if we had the normal amount of people living here it wouldn't be a lot and it depends on like we don't have roommates yeah we are the roommates we are the roommates anyway um, the next one really addresses a recent topic, which is the pandemic. 
Oh. Where it, the title right off the bat makes a very good point, which it shouldn't take a pandemic. Because basically what happened is, again, we all got sent home. And so now we're doing virtual learning. Well, we were. We were. Yeah, sorry. I meant, like, back at the time. Now we're doing... Now we're not. Yeah. But at that time. Okay, okay. I understand. Yeah. So imagine we're, we're back to that time. Ah. We all get sent no, home. I yeah. don't want to imagine. Now that. we're all virtual learning. Okay? Oh, here we go again. So... Kids who don't have access to the internet, are they just going to get left behind? What do you do? Mm. And so now, because everyone's getting sent home, they're starting to see this disparity. And now they're like, well, what do we do? But it's like, you should have been doing something before. Because there were those 17% of teens who couldn't finish their homework because of not having access to the internet. Now that everyone's sent home, you're like, oh, shoot, well, we literally can't teach them at this point because they can't come into school. So now it's, like, now they're realizing. Um, But, yeah, so, like, literally the internet offers economic lifelines to workers who can do their jobs from home, you know? But more than 21 million Americans don't have the same lifeline because they can't do their work at home because they don't have internet to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, numbers have improved in recent years because of the pandemic, but gaps still, like, remain there like there's still pretty big gaps um and so like looking at numbers nearly one in five students from kindergarten to 12th grade do not have computers or speedy web connections um and what they do is like some internet companies were offering like they like deals or sales or um, packages um to these people for the purpose of covid but they only apply to people living in the areas that companies already serve so it's like, well, what about the people that are living outside of those areas? Like, they still don't have access because you're not granting them access because you're still only within the company area, you know? Um, so, like, some families in need may not be able to take advantage of that. Um, and then also looking at this, uh, U.S. government provides $4 billion in aid to school, like, to schools to keep them online. But that doesn't include like providing internet access off campus or through hotspots or something like they, it's just in the school setting but it's like again students are going home and you're expecting them to do their homework it's like they have no option at home so it's this big mess of like you should be doing more you know um and then i'm just going to talk about this video and actually it's a good thing we're t- like this video hit me so hard because i am not going off a script so like This is just going off pure memory, but we watched this video called, if you've never heard of the homework gap, this video will shock you, um, by Soul Pancake. And it was insane. Okay. So they had these two groups of kids compete. And so they're on two different sides of like this wall and they get asked these trivia questions. And first they're like really easy, like generic general knowledge questions. So both sides are getting them right. Then they go into round two. So at this point they're tied because both sides kept getting things right. They go into the round two. And, again, there's a wall, so each team can't see. So one side gets computers, tablets, everything. The other side gets books. What? I have seen this exact same video. You've seen this video? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so then you know. The other side gets just the books. And you can see the way. So, right, they start asking these questions. And, obviously, the kids with the books can't. They don't know, like, pages. They can't do it fast enough. Kids on the internet just do a Google search, and they know the answer. So, obviously, these kids... Like, these ones are getting all the answers right, and the other kids are like, what the heck? How are they getting these? Like, why can't we get... And, oh, my God, the way 
they started off having fun because they're getting the answers wrong. And just so the way so their so faces drop is so sad. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. I cried watching this video. You did? I did. I, you know I'm, what? Yeah, makes sense. I'm also, like, really emotional about these kind of things. Um, so, yeah, I literally cried because it was so sad watching their faces drop. And if you look at the moms, because they were all women. There was literally no men there, which was another thing that I was like, what the heck? But anyway, that's completely irrelevant to this. Um, all their moms were there. And obviously, they could see the mothers, they could see, right? And yeah. so the mothers who had kids using the computers were like, oh my god, yes, you guys are killing it. Keep going. And then the mothers on the other side who see their kids, like, disheartened using these books are like, this is so unfair. What the heck is going on? Like, my kid is so unhappy and, like, not being able to succeed because of this inequality, you know? And so then after they start giving the numbers, saying, like, this is how many kids are without internet, this is what happens, like, in schools, like, kids with access to the internet, if they're confused on something, just do a quick Google search. I did that all through high school. Like, I taught myself things because I had the internet, you know? And? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tutor. Um, Tutor, I heard the And it was just, oh, my God, it, like, really just shows how detrimental the digital divide can be. And, like, the mom started crying and, like, yeah, it was just that aspect of, like, seeing the moms react, where it's, like, the one side of the moms with the computers were, like, they completely ignored the f- unfairness of it. They were, like, oh, my God, oh, you yeah. guys are killing it. It's, like, again, people with privilege, ign- it's not that they ignore. Sometimes they, they like, choose in, to ignore. in this case, they did choose to ignore because they could see the other them. side because it benefited them. But there's a lot of times where people with privilege don't see the fact that they have privilege they can't see the disparities Mm -hmm. because they're benefiting so much from it and so like i learned about this in my other site class um especially with like gender like there was a ted talk i had to watch and it like made things make way more sense to me because there was a part of me that was like this is such a big issue how do so many men just not care about like feminism Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and it's because they have so much privilege that they might not even realize how little women like, don't have these benefits. They might not even realize it, and that's why it's so important that we have to, like, speak up and have to keep advocating, and they have to be willing to listen and, like, acknowledge their privilege. And so, like, this video, that's what sat so deeply within me is these moms were, like, exhibiting all of that, where it's, like, they had the privilege, their kids had the privilege of having this technology while the other side was had this, like, disparity. They didn't have the digital technology to, like, do it. And so, obviously, the families who are watching their kids be sad and disheartened are like, this is so unfair, something needs to change. And then, like, everyone else just ignores it. And it's like, oh, it makes me so sad. But again, this is like, I was like, this is everything that my undergrad is about, like, stuff like this. And so, like, I just, oh, it makes me so sad. And I just get so passionate about it. So maybe this was the best episode for me to go scriptless because I did have a lot to say. And I think we effectively made it through this episode yeah so we will call that good that's all the information i have y'all stay safe out there yeah and just remember that think of others think of others and we this is something we should make sure we're talking about um so just share with others um what's another thing i can say oh acknowledge your privileges Mm -hmm. even in like cases where you don't think you're privileged like you probably are and just like acknowledge how it could be worse and that there are people that are probably living that reality and have some compassion and empathy and just think about them you know 
I think, again, I don't know. I think it's easy for me to say because I've showed so many times that, like, again, just be empathetic. Okay, just think of others. Yeah, just think of others. Bye. Bye. This episode of Psychobabbles is sponsored by... Just kidding. You thought we had a sponsor? We actually don't. Miranda procrastinates too much. So I hope you enjoy the last few seconds of just music as we suffer through these next couple of days of trying to get all these episodes done. Goodbye. (laughs)